Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the July 12th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1517 through 1519 of the Catechism. 3. How is the sacrament celebrated? 1517, like all the sacraments, the anointing of the sick is a liturgical and communal celebration, whether it takes place in the family home, a hospital, or church for a single sick person or a whole group of sick persons. It is very fitting to celebrate it with the Eucharist, the memorial of the Lord's Passion. If circumstances suggest it, the celebration of the sacrament can be preceded by the sacrament of penance and followed by the sacrament of the Eucharist. As the sacrament of Christ's Passover, the Eucharist should always be the last sacrament of the earthly journey, the viaticum. For passing over to eternal life. 1518. Word and sacrament form an indivisible whole. The liturgy of the word proceeds, preceded by an act of repentance, opens the celebration. The words of Christ, the witness of the apostles, awaken the faith of the sick persons and of the community to ask the Lord for the strength of his spirit. 1519. The celebration of the sacrament includes the following principal elements. The priests of the church, in silence, lay hands on the sick. They pray over them in the faith of the church. This is the epiclesis proper to the sacrament. Then they anoint them with oil blessed, if possible, by the bishop. These liturgical actions indicate what grace the sacrament confers upon the sick. Okay, another short section today, looking at this, um, uh, how we celebrate the sacrament. And to say, as the Catechism is trying to get through to us, unfortunately, after the Council of Trent, there was a tendency to minimise the sacraments. That in prior to Trent, with the Protestant Reformation, there was a huge confusion regarding validity. And unfortunately, um, the Protestant uh, Christians lost most of the sacraments in the confusion after the Reformation that they, they basically, they lost the sacrament, they lost sacrament of, uh, many of the sacraments, the Eucharist, obviously the most important. They kept baptism and and uh, and marriage, but the other five sacraments kind of went by the wayside. Um, and in all this confusion, the Catholic Church, in, in response, um, went to a very minimalistic uh, view of the sacraments to say, this is the bare minimum you need, because they weren't having that bare minimum in some places. And by stressing the bare minimum, then unfortunately it gave um, it gave the sacraments a very much um, um, a minimalistic, nearly magical tendency, which again wasn't the intention. But the you know the priest comes in, he uh, he says something very quickly. Uh, he he's got like a little silver box with uh, that he put his finger, he puts his thumb into, and he 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 does the anointing with the with the oil that's been uh, like that. And it's a very, very, um, it can be very quick. And the sacrament, it's not that the sacrament is a, is a long sacrament, it's a very short sacrament. But it's a beautiful sacrament, but it needs to be celebrated in a proper way. With prayers, to celebrate it with people if possible. I always try to have the family or people there if I'm celebrating the sacrament with somebody. Again, if there's nobody available, if you're in a hospital setting and there's nobody available, Fine. But if you're going to visit a house or somebody's, a priest is coming to a house to anoint somebody who's sick, much better to have them, to have the family there. If the sick person wants to confess, okay, they leave for the confession. 
But after the confession, the priest can call them back in again so that they can be present for the sacrament that is a beautiful um, way to meet Jesus Christ. And that's why the Catechism is stressing, as did the Second Vatican Council, that we need the Word of God to be proclaimed. The Word of God should be proclaimed in the sacrament, that it it's, uh, should be a liturgy like any other liturgy. And sometimes it can happen in church. It can happen uh, again, that you can have it during Mass. The, the, the ritual allows it to be held during Mass, which is a beautiful way to have it, and to gather sick people together to do this. It's something that a parish should be doing a few times a year, to have the sacrament of the sick given during Mass with a, with a proper catechesis, a proper explanation of what it's about. Um, then also what's stressed here, one of the important things is that if the sacrament is being given to somebody who's dying, that the priest should also give the viaticum. And the last sacrament they should receive, all of us should receive, is the Eucharist. The Eucharist should be the last um, sacrament we receive on this earth, if possible, Again, God is merciful, and if it doesn't happen for good reasons, uh, or it wasn't possible, you know, God God was not going to get angry over this. But that we should try to have somebody who's dying receive the viaticum. So that by receiving the viaticum, they can this can be receiving the Eucharist, which the last time you receive the Eucharist when you're dying is called the viaticum. And since it's the Eucharist receiving communion like any other time, but on the last time it's called the viaticum, which is really food for the journey, for the journey of death. Death is a trial, and this is a, a, a beautiful way for us to enter death, is receiving the Eucharist. So we have the sacrament, and um, this is, again, uh, inviting us to, to, to have it. The other thing is that it's anointing, but there's also the laying on of hands. The priest needs to lay hands on the head of the person that's sick and pray in silence, and then to anoint their hands and their forehead. And the ritual also allows the priest to anoint the sick area if it makes sense. So it's not that you have to, you know, if somebody has, uh, I don't know, is going for an operation, a serious operation in their in their leg beforehand, if it's not going to cause medical problems, yes, the priest can anoint that part of the leg um, if it's within the, the bounds of respectability. Um, but also the main thing is to anoint the head and the um, and the palms of the hand, and if this isn't possible, if it's a case of being working in an emergency room or in a battlefield situation or whatever, he can anoint whatever part of the body he's able to. Um, but that this is what we're uh, this is what the sacrament is. It's an it's anointing, a praying and anointing, praying over the person, anointing them, and helping them to meet the Lord. So very well. So this um, uh, so tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we'll finish the sacrament and we look at 1520 through 1525. God bless.